So we are talking about uh, the evil eye. Uh, the the Maloiks, as my mom calls them, the Malocchio, as, uh, you know, they call them in Italy. And it has a thousand other names in Appalachia. They call it the Pewter Eye, which I found out today. The Pewter Eye, which is interesting. Um, and it's, it's... (laughs) (laughs) Um... If 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 her looking at you can cause you pain <laughs> and severe misfortune, definitely, right? Um. So the other day I went to the polls to vote because my mom does this thing where when she tidies up, she likes to just get paper that she finds, and she's just like, I don't care what it is, it just goes in the trash. So my mail-in ballot thingy, you know, the thing that you send to get your mail-in ballot. Yeah, everything's junk, and it all just, you know. <laughs> right. And uh, so, of course, my, my mail-in ballot thingy disappeared, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to go. So I go to the polls, right, and it's a beautiful day. It was, it was like, kind of perfect and just perfect. And I was like, okay. And I had, like, a pep in my step, and I was like, yeah. And I'm going, and I get there, and I'm like, what's up, everybody? And... I get to these three old ladies that I've, they're always there. They're like, they know my mom. Yeah. They're old. Yeah. And they, they know my mom. They, they, they probably even knew my grandmother, at least a few of them. Like, you know, and I was like, Hey, how are you doing? You know, and you know me, I'm, you know, nice to everybody. And, um, this one lady, she always, she's the one that like gets up and like sets the machine up. And, now I haven't I haven't voted in a minute. It's been a little while. And like I got a little turned around on the machine because I forget, you know that white card that they give you and it they fill that they put it into the machine and it takes it up. Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready to vote, it comes down with your vote printed out on it and you hit vote and it goes back up again. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that the white paper just stayed there. I kind of just, you know how like you forget, you know, I haven't done it in a while. Well, for whatever reason, I leaned out of my thing and I was like, hey, I think something's wrong, blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to hit the vote button and it be messed up. And she essentially, when I did this, right, this, this, the lady that sets up the machine, she got really offended, right? She was like, as if I, I questioned her ability to set up this machine. And she's like glaring at me, sort of like this, like under eye glare, sort of like, head down like uh, what is it Kubrick Kubrick yeah whatever the <laughs> you know the stare and I was kind of like ew and all of a sudden I started getting like like almost like a hot flash and I was like that's weird and I let it go right and uh she's like no no they, like they told me like it's fine it's it's in there the machine won't come on I was like oh okay I got turned around haven't voted in a while blah 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 well you know keeping in mind I had this weird hot flash came out of nowhere when she was glaring at me I was like oh that's that's really weird and so I was like, but it doesn't mean anything, just a hot flash, whatever. I leave, I see some extended family, I sit and chit-chat with them. Oh, yeah, I did hit vote. Yeah, I, I voted. I hit, no, I hit, I hit vote and everything, yeah. Um, yeah, I voted and everything. But uh, I see some extended family, and I, I, I sit and I chat with them. And uh, all the while, I'm starting to get this, like, heaviness on my neck, the back of my neck. And my shoulders. And it's just like, I'm like trying to like work it out of my neck. I'm like, what the hell? Well, that wasn't there before, right? And, you know, finally, I'm like, hey, I want to get going. You know, it's good to see you all. And I leave my my family and uh, I do one last good deed for the day, right? And I help an older neighbor. She's not elderly exactly, but she's older and her back hurts and everything. I helped her bring in her groceries. And by the time I did this, I start feeling headachy. I start feeling dizzy. I just start feeling really bad. And I was like, what the hell? And I was like, am I disassociating? Is this mental health? Is this like, what is happening? And I'm sitting there and I don't know exactly what, like, like I, I come in the kitchen, right? My kitchen. I, I finally get home. She's only down the block, right? And I'm standing in my kitchen. I'm like, why do I feel like shit, Right. And all of a sudden, I get this really strong into it, right? Like, just this strong, strong, like, inner voice, definitely, like, clairvoyant-type impression 
And I was like, the evil eye. And it was like, boop. And I was like, oh my God. So I was like, I run outside. I'm like, hey, Rue Plant, I got some issues. <laughs> I was like, someone gave me the overlooks and I really need you to help me out. And I took mm-hmm. a nice deep cleansing breath and all of a sudden the wind just kind of when I was like, ah, and I felt real calm. And that whenever I feel calm when I'm talking to plants, it's how I know I got that yes. And because uh, when I don't, I don't feel anything. But only yeah. when I feel real calm do I think the plant's actually responding. Um, and I, I took a few uh, cuttings from my root plant. And uh, I said, um, I just took a, a really old... Uh, uh, Italian folk Catholic uh, prayer to remove the evil eye and I said that as I ripped up the leaves in um, some water and I kind of created like a cold infusion tea and I just like uh, c- continued saying the um, the prayer as I as I splashed myself to be rid of the evil eye and don't you know all, all of it just disappears it just mm-hmm. comes off of me like and everything just did like it just was gone the pressure was gone the headaches were gone i didn't feel like shit like it, i just felt better almost like instantly like that and i was like damn <laughs> she like really hit me now the thing is is that i don't think she intended it um most people like that can do it often don't mean it it's very rare that someone wields the evil eye oftentimes the evil eye kind of wields them um it's it's more like something you you have like uh it's uh, like um there's 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 throughout history we found cures for the evil eye or uh ways for people with the eye to sort of keep it from affecting other people yeah there are like um rituals and things like that some say they can cure it depends on the culture depends on the folk magic whatever i'm not saying it isn't true or whatever but um i was laughing myself earlier while i was walking down the steps to go eat dinner i was like if everyone have the evil eye every queer shady like bitch would like be throwing the evil eye at everyone everywhere As we all know, one of the common ways to deal with an evil eye is the amulet of Nazar, which is the blue eye. Um, mm-hmm. With uh, I can show you one in a minute, actually. But this is actually my favorite. And Scott, I recommend you would get one of these. Oops. Hang on, let me try and get the angle right. Can you see that? There you go. Oh, I have one. Sticks of Mars? I actually... I actually, Sophia, I actually use my grandfather's, uh, oh, poopy. This may or may not do a thing. It's, um, the horned hand, the Italian horn hand, the Montefico. Very cool. Um, but it's my grandfather's and it's, uh, made of mother of pearl. Ooh. And, ah. I wear, and I wear that. That's the fancy. only problem is, is that, uh, I also keep it. I have a tiger's eye in a crystal cage. Uh, but I oftentimes do the stupid thing where I lay down with it, like still on my neck, and I like when I try to scoot or do something, it pulls, and it unfortunately pulled it off the the little bale, you know, the ring. So I have to, I have like a little bag full of like, you know, necklace rings, bales, whatever, mm-hmm. in the room somewhere. So I got to put this back on, which is part of the problem. Like I do realize that there are just like certain certain situations, like where. I realize that, like, if I'm going somewhere, like, or doing something like, uh, like voting or somewhere where somebody is going to be somehow envious or, um, look at you in, in, a, in a sort of a judgmental way, uh, even like in public speaking, like, um, I don't know if you guys, I didn't even, I only recently saw it because of TikTok. Apparently, the actress, uh, Gal, Gal, Gal Gadot. She was recently doing something, because uh, she's, she's um, where's she from? Uh, Israel. Right, and she was actually doing, um, they have, like, I guess, what is, uh, to throw off the evil eye. She was doing a series of gestures to, like, as she was talking, to throw off the evil eye, um, which I loved, and I was like, that's so cool. Most people don't even acknowledge, you know, this sort of persistence of of the evil eye and it's been persistent everywhere um 
predominantly, you know, of course, found in like Athens and Greece and, and uh, the Mediterranean in general. But it's also like a lot in like West Asian cultures. And it's really everywhere now, though. It's been brought everywhere. Uh, you can even find it. There's um, in the I, excuse me for anybody who can speak uh, any of the Gaelic languages. I'm going to butcher this, but uh, the Carmina Gadelica. I don't really know. It's a book essentially that's we'll eth- an ethnographic uh, book of incantations and charms from Scotland, and um, it's said to be some of the oldest incantations and and charms, folk magic. So of course it's very Catholic heavy, but not all of it is Catholic. Some of it is clearly very um, pre-Christian Scotland, and uh, there is actually a spell in there to or an incantation to also remove the evil eye. So the evil eye has kind of been everywhere. I was also even looking up um, uh, in the Middle East and in Judaism as well. Um, And a lot of uh, Jewish practices have went to other cultures. Like I know in Appalachia, they also do the red string around the wrist to protect from the evil eye, which is uh, Judaic magic to protect from the evil eye. So it's like it's it's a super prominent situation, you know affliction whatever Oops. i keep dropping the fucking thing so i'm just gonna show it now and this is a stylization of the amulet of nazar mm-hmm. nice it's basically just a blue eye meant to be like an eye for an eye sort of thing that way it gets this eye instead of you mm-hmm. i also heard that like um i heard this from my friend mandrake and shout out to you mandrake if you're listening to this um that in certain practices, like, they get very fucking serious about their evil eye. Like, um, you're not considered to have learned it until you can, like, split a stone or kill a plant with it, you know? What? Wow. What do you yeah, go seriously. to, like, evil eye school? <laughs> you're me training up my evil eye. Your grandma, your grandma will teach it to you sort of thing. Mm. It's, like, passed down the lineage. <laughs> That's, that's funny, because my grandmother, my grandmother took it off, uh... Many, many years ago, when my grandmother was still alive, uh, not my grandmother, excuse me, my great-grandma, um, people actually in South Philly would go to her. Uh, my mom remembers when, like, she would have, like, old Italian ladies and stuff come with their kids to, like, for her to, like, do uh, olive oil and holy water, and, like, she would do the sign of the cross and stuff, and really? diagnose them and then take it off. Yep. Yep. People around here would go to my, my great-grandmother to have it removed. <laughs> wow and she was she was actually the last of us that spoke italian so she was she had more of she had more of it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. she had more of the the influence but i still remember the first time my mom ever was like uh i was i was i think a sophomore in high school and i was telling her all my symptoms and she goes you have the maloics i'm like what <laughs> i mean at this point i'm i'm still you know i'm a young little witchlet i still was i was practicing yeah but I was like, wait, what? And she was like, the evil eye. She was like, we, you know, we call it the maloik, she said. She said, uh, you know, the headaches, the, I was really clumsy. Um, that too, it can cause like a lot of clumsiness. Like you get really dropsy and a lot of misfortune. And it builds upon itself the less you take care of it. Then your health can go, you know, et cetera. And um, it was funny because I remember then, I think I found a spell in, um, Judica Illis's uh, Book of 5,000 Spells. I was actually gonna go upstairs and thumb through that to see how many pages are dedicated to the evil eye. Because I remember I the, gonna... like, the last time I was looking through that book for whatever it was, I just remember seeing like at least, uh, maybe I'm exaggerating, like 20 pages dedicated to the evil eye There's and the lot. removal of it. You you 100% are not even almost, I don't think you're <laughs> exaggerating. You might it could be more. The number. <laughs> right. It could be more, right? It's a whole <laughs> chapter. Like, no. Right. <laughs> Um, no, I there's a lot. Three books just here. <laughs> I did research. <laughs> yeah. I actually have some tabs open as well because I was curious to see like different um perspectives and like a lot of like uh I love one of the things I love about the evil eye is sort of uh, there's a lot of um cultural like crossover mm. throughout different like you know like i said in appalachia they do the the um the red cord around the wrist and then you all i also found out that uh there's there's a uh 
and this is interesting because it's old. There's a European spell that actually comes to us from um, Arabic countries uh, where you have to heat up, I think, seven rocks and you have to throw it into um, water. Mm. I, I don't remember the whole ritual. I, mm. I have, I know it's in one of my books somewhere. But um, I need that on a t-shirt with Witches Betwixt branding. It's in one of my books somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Scott. Sorry. <laughs> my memory is bad. <laughs> but it is interesting to see that, you know, for something already so old, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of interesting, like, <clears throat> like, we all can't agree on God, right? Like, we all can't agree on the whatever our interpretation of God is or the divine. We can all seem to kind of get down with this idea of like the evil eye. <laughs> I say this so. All the why? Time. Where's the disconnect? Why doesn't the thing do the like what you know? And now we circle back to what Sophia's topic was, which was impeach God because impeach God. God. <laughs> ah, impeach I, did, God. I don't think that was my topic, but that's something I say a lot. <laughs> Well, the, yeah, because like this morning in the Discord, I was like, "Oh, any topics that we wanted to talk about tonight?" And Sophia is just instantly like, "Impeach God!" Oh, right. <laughs> and I was like, "I was listening to that song." Oh, it's a song. Yeah, it's called um, "Impeach God" by <laughs> Daft Claw. Oh. <laughs> I will have to take a listen to that. Because mm -hmm. I do like, I, I do love me some Death Clock. They're pretty good. Um, I feel yeah. as the um, the Italian Jew, like I should say something like basically, I have been taught about evil eyes since I was like six. <laughs> um, the throwing salt over your left shoulder, I think, I still believe is one surefire like way to chase it away. Um, also, like olive oil, like literally, like they would flick olive oil in my face. Um, <laughs> And like, like, really? Like, this is just no context. Some girl bullied me to school. Like, you're gonna you're gonna punish me further? No. <laughs> like as a kid, you're like, what the fuck? Excuse me. That was that was the theme of my childhood. Is is like strange things happen to me. Punishment. You you get your first menstrual period. You get slapped in the face. Because that'll chase away like any demons that can now get into you. Because it's so now violent, you're a woman. Violent. <laughs> That's what the slap is all about. Oof. That red claw. I'm so sorry. The red weird. claw. <laughs> a slap in the face to chase away demons, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like uh, like the seems sus. Like spitting you like to cleanse you like kind of thing like I, I, italians they have to take it i get they come from rome it's like the violence that's their first name. They're very their passionate people <laughs> very passionate people and mm. um the jews are just always used to the, the defensive method like run away <laughs> and like <laughs> Blood can be used as a cleansing tool. No, um. <laughs> no. You were talking about like olive oil flicked in your face, and all I can think of is like uh, Jim's rituals with South Street Circle, and every time he's going around like like with the water, I always take my glasses off because I'm like I hate water droplets on my fucking glasses. I, I he's coming around. I'm like. <laughs> Whenever he does that, I do. I don't know why I do this thing, but I watch everyone flinch. Yeah, and I like, I kind of like wait for it. I know yeah. it's weird, but it's just like this thing that I have to watch happen, and I'm like addicted to watching it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah. Like, it's like almost uh, satisfied. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I do the same thing. Oh, it's so funny. It wasn't that weird? I thought it was weird. No, I just watch everyone in the circle. He's like. Oh, but yeah, I should reference, um, but yeah, right here, um, we have, um, classic, we have Italian witchcraft, Gramassi, um, look, it, like, auto-blurs it for me and everything, that works. Um, one who has received evil eye may suddenly and unexpectedly become ill. Severe headache preventing a person from going about their daily routine can be a sign. 
um, becoming extremely tired and groggy without reasonable falls may also be a sign. So I'm pretty sure I'm under it constantly, <laughs> no matter how much protection I put myself. <laughs> Cause... It's because you drive on the highway. What do you think the highway is full of? Gotta protect your car. Yes. <laughs> you should just have those eyes on your, your fucking have, car at have, this point. Yep. All of it. Have have an eye on my car. I need. We to should put the eye of Nazar. Nazar, right? Is that how you pronounce it? The eye of Nazar. Amulet of Nazar. Amulet of Nazar. We should put that like on the car. There are Get a also rap. No. <laughs> indigenous. I wanted to ask Sophia if if there's any word of this in well i know that there is i just don't know um from where in particular but i know that a lot of indigenous people also have uh ways in which they also both believe in and protect from uh phenomena oh i thought you were gonna say protect your car because i was no, gonna say yeah evil... okay well i'm not sure about what we do with the evil eye but i can tell you this if you see somebody with a dream catcher in their in their rear view, they're probably not indigenous. You see them sporting sweet grass braid like this, it's probably not gonna be burnt because people typically don't burn their car sweet grass, but they got a sweet grass braid, there's like a ninety percent chance they're probably native or like somebody who just is like cool with the culture and like tossed it up there for some reason. I don't know, but it's usually a pretty dead giveaway. <laughs> and as That's far as like as far as like getting rid of curses and stuff, you know, a lot of people traditionally would say, "Oh, yeah, is that what y'all you smudge for?" But like, no, no, I don't know anybody who smudges. I mean, you could. I've heard of people who like do do smudging to remove stuff, but typically, like, that's when a settler does smudging. Anybody I know who does smudging, it's like a gratitude prayer and like something you do to like reconnect and like there is a little bit of like a you know like i wash my hands in the smoke so that they may be constructive and criticism or reach out to others in kindness and you like say the seven grandfather teachings as you do it while well or at least with the method i do but like it's not with the express purpose of trying to clear shit out you know what i mean like it's it's normally done for like calling good stuff in by giving thanks so I guess it could shirk off um, bad stuff in the in the same way because it's hard for bad energies to kind of hang around when you bring so much good stuff in, you know? Like, it's pretty easy for it to just kind of get pushed out of the space by default. So you could, you could do that, but there's, there's a lot of different um, stuff that people might do depending on the severity of the situation. Like, honestly, the, the most serious cleansing ceremony I know is, is the sweat lodge or... Um, as it is in Lakota, Lakota, the NEP. Um, so that's probably more likely if someone was actually like wanting to, actually, I can't even speak about sweat lodge ceremony, honestly, because I've never been to one. I've read a fair amount about it, but I don't like speaking about perspectives that aren't mine firsthand because then it's like I'm relaying somebody else's story and I can mm -hmm. get those bits wrong and I don't want to misrepresent it. But um when in, when you're in a sweat lodge, you could go for like purification. You can go. Um, a huge reason is to share certain stories that can only be told in a sweat lodge. Like um, there's there's stuff that if if you went in and you learned, you're not allowed to repeat when you're out, right? So um, certain things can only even be shared in certain ceremony sort of things. So I wouldn't even know unless I was invited in because I'm like kind of on the periphery of the culture and plus like Métis people don't always have like um super traditional indigenous spirituality right because some of us because we're mixed people like there's catholic Métis right who like go to church on sunday and pray to our lord christ and savior you know and they, they have their rosaries and they take it dead fucking seriously right and that's there's a good chunk of them and i'm not one of those people right but there is no like uniform Métis spirituality which is what kind of makes it so individual you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah but we're also welcoming um, a lot of like Anishinaabe uh, spirituality practices in the circles. If um, if you approach, like they're they're pretty pretty chill and pretty great about that. And I know some AT people out here who do go to those ceremonies because they've been accepted out here and like adopted in and like are given. Um, clans and stuff because like Métis people and Cree people in the plains typically don't have clans which is like a whole different thing and I could like go into that but we're talking about the evil eye mostly today <laughs> so yeah that is really interesting no, that's amazing. 
Yeah. But very neat. Yeah, it, it, the evil eye itself is it's a really interesting phenomenon, and for it to be so wildly accepted as as Jay said, you know. Mm-hmm. No, than... I keep thinking about how you were saying, like, see, I always was under, I was always under the impression that the evil eye was something that everyone could throw at someone. Like, I thought like everyone could throw at someone. I didn't know that it was actually one of these things that you know it's said to kind of like, I don't know, like possess the person or whatever. Afflict. You know? Yeah, afflict. I, I say afflict someone because mm-hmm. it was it was seen as like a spiritual sickness. Um, almost, that's kind of how the stories I've, I've read kind of portray it. Mm. Um, but there are people who believe that any sort of, uh, envious, slight, uh, uh, you know, backhanded compliment, um, said in envy or, or dislike of you could impart the evil eye. But, um, as I said, if that was true, right, I would be hit with the evil eye way more often than I am. Well, right. You know and just saying? like, look at the internet, you know, like. <laughs> Maybe we are, and we're just better at wording. Hmm. I mean, hey, you know that that is that is also true. That or is work, y'all. That or, is true. I mean, I don't know, because like, if the evil eye is sort of like this entity, it almost seems like it's an entity more than like well, a spell. Like I always thought it was a spell, it, but it's can't not. It be both? right like it can it can be an entity if like if something like that as a magical framework gets used enough there's no reason why an entity or an egregore or a god form can't arise behind it but also the act itself doesn't need to be an evocation of it a good example of this what we could use is the linking sigil right a lot of people call that thing the ellis sigil but it was not developed for the express purpose of creating ellis it was developed for the purpose of being the linking sigil and that's why i don't call it the ellis sigil right so something's function and use can be completely divorced from an egregore behind it as far as your functional usages go right Mm -hmm. so somebody could like cast evil eye just from sheer focus spite and if you're not worded and you're like really sensitive and you don't have stuff up yeah it could probably catch you but a lot of us are actually pretty casually worded because like i got a silver bracelet here i got a six of mars there i got fucking cedar words all over my room i'm doing prayers i got my fucking ancestor spirits with me like they're gonna catch that shit and just be like fuck off out of here you know it's a lot different right and how many baby witches do you know who ain't got shit who are constantly talking about all this needless bullshit drama they're getting into right mm-hmm. it makes sense you know it does. um so i think on our part it, it's it's actually probably happening just as much as it seems like it would be but any witch worth, worth their salt needs to kind of be able to get above a certain threshold of bullshit rolling off your back you know i without it even necessitating a response you know because hmm. like like it, it's kind of like being a black belt in taekwondo right i can i could beat the shit out of people if they try and attack me i've never lost a fight in my life um i don't go out of my way looking for fights right mm-hmm. um but if somebody were to throw a punch at me or like slap me it doesn't necessarily warrant me like just decking them you know like mm. it's always it's always a, a response based situation, right? So uh, there are people who like will swing at me, not even knowing I'm a black belt, and I'll just like block it and be like, "Don't do that." And they'll be like, "Uh, what?" You know, sort of thing, because it's like it's proportional, and it's just like that with magic. You know, you you get to a certain point where you're just like kind of like, "No, stop it," and it doesn't even really bug you. It'd be like if a, if a five year old were to try and hit you, you're not gonna turn around and fucking deck them in the face, right? <laughs> I hope you're not gonna deck them in the face, right? What I find interesting saying like in your situation scott is that lady whatever she was putting out was so intense and so strong mm-hmm. because i know you're you're warded you know like i know you've got you know all kinds of things going on all the time and it, it's just like mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting to to see how like i almost think like like with all the negative like social media may be contributing to like maybe more people have the ability to like have this evil eye kind of thing um because, like, you know, of all the negativity that we're generating in an online space. It could also be, too, I mean, if you think about it like this, we see this a lot. There's there's a strong theme, and, and you're seeing it a lot on, on online spaces, where the idea of empathy is weakness. Mm. 
uh, kindness is weakness, you know? Yeah, I don't and know I mean, where that I, came you know, from. I wonder, America. I mean, but then again, but then again, right, I was going to say, very, mm. it's very American, but it's also like, um, it's funny because a lot of young people, you know, we would like, at least for, for millennials, I, I would say that that's, you know, I call them uh, men of a certain age, uh, like, you know, the, the you know, uh, the, the, they're, I guess, boomers. 16 now or whatever. And yeah, <laughs> boomers. Um, I just always call them men of a certain age, but we can call them boomers. Um, they tended to believe that, but now there's also this sort of uh, emotional exhaustion kind of inevitably leading to not having the space. You know what I mean? It, no, everyone's tired. So it's almost, it, they're, they're in the emotional burnout, so it's hard to be empathetic. Um, and I think it's kind of inadvertently creating, once again, a culture of, well, I got to be hard to survive. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because I, what other choice do I have? Because I, no, I, I have no room for empathy. It's not right. even like Glorious empathy. revolution. That's the choice. Join us. Sorry. Yeah, it's just. No, you're right. Yeah, I don't know, like, when the, I don't know, because, like, we, we went to go, like, uh, like we were saying earlier, like, with Scott's whole story, we, we voted here in PA for, like, a local election, a local primary, and I was doing my last-minute research, because I, there's too many people to follow for every fucking goddamn position, so I do, like, a quick overview, I read the Billy Penn Procrastinator's Guide to Every Fucking Election, and I kind of go through and then I pick my people. But I was seeing, like, there was, a, there was like, a trans woman. Um, there was Brian Sims. He was, uh, who was the trans woman's name? De Deja something. I cannot remember. It Ooh. began with an A. Um, but, you know, Brian Sims. So there was a lot of, like, LGBT people and a lot of young people. Young people. And I'm like, mm. and I always, and I always say, I'm like, I, I think... I think the culture shift is going to happen gradually because we'll get to a low point to where like we're we'll get to a point where we're like we can't sustain this anymore like it just it's it will not be sustainable and so they're gonna have to incorporate a lot more socialist like principles ideals and institutions in, if we're going to survive as mm -hmm. a human race and pretty soon they're gonna figure out well if you need you know people to work at your factories and your warehouses well you're gonna need to keep the people alive then if that's the case so you're gonna have to give a little to fucking get a little um so but i i just keep holding hope so i'm, I'm hoping that like by the time that i am in my 50s 60s that at least maybe that change i'll i'll start to see like i'll start to see whatever that that change is and i hope it's for the fucking better because like these guys are going to be dying out all these old white fucking boomers they're going to be dying out like it's inevitable they will no longer be in positions of power because they will be dead and so right. who will fill those seats younger people hopefully with more more better is not correct grammar but with better ideals yeah 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 well i can just say this I hope they enjoy hell, because after their actions, if I were God, I would make one just for them. What do you mean, the, the guys, the, the boomers? They yeah. control the people who make the world exactly as awful as it, as it is right now. All of them. Even if hell doesn't exist, I as creator would make one just for them, because they've earned it. And see, the That's thing is, I, is I don't think the future is going to be all sunshine and rainbows, because we're not going to stop, like... We are past the point of stopping whatever the terrible effects of climate change are going to be. Like, we're kind of past that actually, point. Actually, we're, we're pretty actually, um, I watched a report about it by Kurtz Gesagt, and we're actually better off than we thought we were going to be at this point. Well, that's like, way better. actually and, helpful. Um, we're not going to have a world-ending climate crisis, most likely. Um, I've watched a great detail about things. At this point, our biggest issue is slipping into climate fascism, which is when world governments devolve into fascism over the the resources that are available because of the scarcity that they've created from the geo geopolitical setup, right? <laughs> so that's far more likely an issue that we're going to have to deal with in, like, I don't know, the next two years. Yeah. Again, <laughs> the expanse. Watch it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I... I, I yeah, I completely agree with you there. I just, um, 
I kind of forget what the hell I was talking about before you started saying that. We were discussing how, um, sort of, uh, we were discussing the, like, I guess the, uh, prevalence of the evil eye and sort mm -hmm. of what exactly that looks like. And we were kind of just discussing the possibilities, you know what I mean? We were just discussing, you know, how often, if, if, if it's often, you know? Oh yeah. Cause we were um, talking about like burnout, you know, how like everyone is burnout and, you know, right. just like, and you... I think it's, you know, and I was, I was suggesting essentially that, um, because of emotional burnout, and I guess maybe it's possible that we sort of, uh, when 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 we're when we're burnt out, when we when we have no outlet for our, our feelings, because, um, and it's not just my therapist. I have many of friends in therapy whose therapists have also talked about feelings as energy, um, and they all say that energy has to go somewhere, mm -hmm. and I wonder if it's possible to sort of grow the evil eye. You know what I'm saying? Right, if, because if, you know, every time that I want to, most of the times, I should say, before I started using social media strategically for the podcast, because I rarely use it for my personal anymore, I'm using it for either Pagan Pride or the podcast. So <clears throat> when I was using social media for just my personal ideas, feelings, whatever, most of my posts were probably negative. Like, I could probably go back and say most of my posts were probably negative because I posted out of anger, I was sad, depressed, whatever, because those are the things that, like, just you want, to, you. those are the heavier feelings that you need to get off of your chest. You need to put that energy somewhere, and where else can you just throw that energy but to the fucking, I don't want to call it the internet, void. the void, but it kind of feels like the void, because it's this That's infinite, you know, it's this kind of digital infinite space where it just fits everything and it can just adapt to the information it has and you just and then so and then it feels so gratifying i guess in a way when someone reaches out and says yeah i agree with you you know like yeah i feel that or whatever but then it can also really fuel you if someone's like oh shut the fuck up you know this and that and it's just mm -hmm. it's not like even if even if someone's like, yeah, I feel you, they're still kind of contributing to that negativity because they're, like, commiserating with you. Like, misery loves company. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. what I feel... Like, maybe that, that... Kind of what we've done with our social spaces on the internet. Maybe we've, we've just made it bigger. We've grown the evil eye. That's... That, I mean, that's interesting. You know, maybe we have <clears> grown... Uh, a, a population of people um once again i still don't think it's everyone um like i mean i i don't i couldn't you know what i mean like i'm i'm not that kind of person you know what i mean like i don't envy anyone enough you know no i don't envy anyone saying? enough to curse them like i don't I, like trust me i have envied people i have felt oh, envy have. i do feel envy but i've never of course envied someone to the point where i wanted to take away what they had yeah in some capacity i never wanted to take it away i just was envious of the fact that they had it and i didn't and that's where it stopped i've always mm -hmm. said, i've always called it like um like uh polite envy you know like I, I don't mean like i would never wish you ill i just wish i also had that you right. know what i mean exactly um i'm like i'm happy for you but damn why can't i have it too you know <laughs> Yeah, uh, and that's and that, that's why I do think that it, it grows in particular people. You know what I mean? Um, and not all the time they're bad people either, but I think it's just whatever it is about certain. Some people, people are just susceptible. They're, they're just susceptible more prone. to it. And it's funny because there's also I I was doing reading today, just like Rue was that um I also found out that uh there is like in different cultures belief that certain people are either more prone to having the eye or also more vulnerable to the eye mm. um and for some cultures it's uh anyone <laughs> which of course i was laughing because i was like of course um anyone born in uh august or the dog days of summer which is july 15th um is sort of like the first week of the the serious dog star moving yeah. into position so of course i'm like yay yay uh, i'm more susceptible too <laughs> hooray um hmm. 
and then uh, the people more prone uh, to uh, to or more likely to have are. I want to say it's January, but I could be really wrong. I forget, but um, you can look it up. Yeah, uh, Google it. I'll I'll have um, what you call? I'll have links. I Sponsor have us, Google. I have all my links um, set up. Oh, good. Here. Good, good. Yeah, so like I'll have all the links ready to share with everybody. So all the information that I'm talking about will be in here. And it'll give like different ways to protect yourself, different ways to stave it off, defend it, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so... I'm of the mindset where why curse when you can smite? You know what I mean? Explain. For, depending on depending <coughs> on who, and we have not, not cutting off, hold on, I'm going to give you room. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, though, the evil eye can smote people if, if it hits you hard enough. I've heard of horror stories where it's leveled people's lives completely. So, but shit. go on. When mm -hmm. I say smite, it's a specific type of hit. <clears throat> um, I, I really, I thought, I was thinking about this for a very, very, very long time, where there has to be a magic for divine retribution, where you're a peaceful motherfucker, you don't, you don't seek no trouble out, but somebody's banging on the fortress gates, and they have caused harm, like tangible harm. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you're mm -hmm. mad, your spirits are mad, they demand something happen, and this fucker may not continue. That's the difference between a smite and a curse. A smite mm -hmm. is some fucking justice being handed out on divine level. You know what I mean? Like, like is, somebody has to have earned a smite. You don't, you don't just get a smite handed out for, like, cutting somebody off on traffic unless like you kill somebody for doing it right or like you know pushing cutting in line that's not going to get you smited right but like being a real terrible person yeah you can get some smites going on and it's like continued bad behavior and like continued taking advantage of people although i don't know why certain rich and powerful people seem to not get smote isn't that interesting Plot Maybe armor. they're just no. Plot I think they're just um delaying it for the guillotine god. Mm. <laughs> Please, she's thirsty. She's thirsty. <laughs> Viva la revolution. She hasn't she hasn't been fed in a while? No, I um I don't know. I've been I've been toying with this idea. I've been on an editing spree. So Rue wakes up around like five forty-five in the morning. So like I'm also awake at that time, and I don't start work till nine. So I've been using the times basically like once Rue leaves, I just kind of sit down and start editing. So I'm actually catching up and it's been jogging my memory about like other topics that we've talked about in the past. Um, and I completely just blanked on what that was just now. God damn it. I was like, you just Guillotines? Lost it, didn't get it. Yeah. Fuck. Guillotines. Yeah, we were talking about guillotines. Going with this idea while I'm editing. No, it's okay. Why magic doesn't hit the rich and powerful. Oh yeah, why magic? Mm -hmm. Right. It was about... So we, we kind of are in this little liberal witch bubble, right? I realize that. I know who our podcast caters to. It does not cater to other types. I know that. So I think it would be really interesting and probably good to like research who is on the other side magically mm. and really understand who it is that is protecting those that we are trying to smite smote hex curse so you think they the evangelicals no they make no secret of it they pray to trump like he is god hmm Think about it. Massive amounts of people arranged into a like a cross-country death cult that like is just all about hate and insular little information silos that keep people trapped in like narratives 
of oppression so that they don't escape so that they become this hateful person so that they think everybody else is the problem when the fact that everything that's wrong with them is the fact that their parents have failed them and not allowed them to like experience the world as a human being and they do this constant trauma of enforcing this emptiness on their children where like they don't know what it's like to truly be happy or to truly like connect like because they they have that hate they have to judge they have to constantly rip shit down that's why roe v wade is happening with the overturn shit right so like they have an entire dedicated structure behind it right it makes sense why i was thinking more along the lines of are there a like who are the occultists i guess occultists yeah. in the sense of like you know in, within the paradigms that we work so i was just thinking aside from corpo magicians nobody worth their salt usually or maybe I not mean, pardon what i'm saying I mean, but there might be what were you gonna say scott no i was actually just gonna say that i mean like um once again i, I don't feel like bringing them up by name anymore but mm. um a particular order that we've discussed before that we know i don't like um, that has been on the the American news um, within the last four or five years, but uh, all those men, all those predominantly men, um, they're assholes, but they are very competent practitioners of magic. Right, that's um, what I meant by corpo mages, because um, oh, okay, typically they're yeah. being hired out by corporate interests, because a lot of those people who are on the right are on the right because corporations have funding that goes into the groups and that's why they're able to organize and mobilize in a different way than the left can because they actually have centralized structuring because they're actually getting funded by right-wing billionaires you know i mean that's i i've never even knew any of that you know well I've i mean never I, I can't like prove that the one-to-one correlation with like the fuck faces who we're not going to name but like it's just a fact about how most right-wing stuff operates. It's funded right. by corporations. Like, you look into a lot of the movements. It's like the Koch family or, like, Turning Point USA. Like, they have their grimy fucking fingers Black rock. in all of these... <laughs> Yeah, and they have their, their grimy fucking corporation fingers in all of these astroturfed movements, which are movements that are, like paid to be set up to look like they're organic you know what i mean <clears throat> so yeah like it i it, it would just make sense to me that these fuckers who are really bad who are doing that shit are getting money to do that shit from somewhere right mm -hmm. right but i'm so, getting them from george soros wait no that sorry that's a bad but i was thinking <laughs> if if you if you studied, if you did a lot of work into studying the, the occultists of the other side, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe we could unlock something that would maybe give us an edge, make us a little more successful. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Because I know I spend a lot of time avoiding that kind of shit because I don't want to hear it and I don't want to see it and I don't want to read it. I but mean, at the same right. time, I mean, maybe I have to wade through the shit to see it is super you know? disturbing like falling oh, i'm so sorry go ahead it is like i i you know for me like um there was recently a uh tiktok uh occultist she was getting really big um her name uh i don't really feel like calling out people I'm not in that kind of mood but um she was really popular and i actually liked a lot of what she had to say about particular things not everything but a lot and uh it turns out she had a lot of connections with uh white supremacist and i think this white was the same person that i followed on twitter yeah yeah, yeah. rose mm -hmm. gr yeah so yeah. yeah it was uh I, it was an account that i was actually following on it was like suggested to the podcast account so i started following her you know whatever and so like 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 what you said, Scott, like a lot of what she was saying was like not anything crazy. Yeah, like but it was her connections. Anything. But I also didn't follow her that there deeply. There were no dog whistles or was yeah. that mm -hmm. Yeah. She you know, it seemed it seemed pretty uh 
That's how they do it. Normal. They want to have, they have like PR face people who are supposed to be like, oh, look at us. And they normalize it, right? That's how this, they right. it. And it, it is like, like it, it is odd though. Like um, when you, when you start to look, I guess, behind the curtain of that, mm-hmm. the shenanigans of sort of like that white supremacist, neo-Nazi type occultism, um, it's very, uh, <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, my idea is, uh, I guess, tainted by uh, Hollywood, but I always think of that scene in um, Hellboy with the Thule Society. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of like the vibe they give off. Like, I know that that's very uh, ridiculous, but, um, you know, that's kind of just, that's how I feel about it, you know? Um, it, it's disturbing and you feel like everything around them feels unsafe and like they purposely like to see like, like I couldn't imagine, like, I don't know how to put this, but like, you know how like, um, like I will like have, uh, the, the Triscale, the or, you know, like they, they have like, you know, the, the lightning bolts and, and, you know, the black sun and everything else. And like, you know, and, and they, they, those things are magic to them, you know, and it's just, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's weird. It's weird. And like, it's disturbing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I practice folk necromancy, but like that somehow is still not the same kind of dark as what I'm, as what they feel like. So I get what you're saying, like wanting to go there, even to, to just try to absurd, you know, um yeah, I, I like, mean I just to gain some just, information but it's just really hard to look at. I mean but then again you know you also have these there's these people you know out there who who infiltrate cults they infiltrate mm. nationalist groups and and uh domestic terrorist organizations and and they 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 do it you know they they pose as one of them and they get in and you know I've watched, you know, all sorts of documentaries on people who've done that kind of thing, who do that kind of work. And even for them, like you can tell it 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 leaves them different. They don't, yeah. you know, they're not as a uh, vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's because once you're at that point, you're at like a, a point of like a, the, the most uh unnatural of of the of the human i don't know what we're capable of you know what i mean as as mm-hmm. as human being you know cuz i mean just in the belief systems alone um you you honor the most depraved part of humanity oh. and you see it as like divine mm. you see it as you know <laughs> and you're like i'm good. i have a word for that and there's like a story i read about it today but i can't tell you it because well, I can tell you it, but I can't say the word, so I'm going to have to imply it, okay? <laughs> um, there's words that you can't say unless it's winter, okay? One of them is for a trickster. Any of the tricksters, typically, uh, from what I've heard, unless it's like Ektomi, I haven't heard about him only being able to be named in the winter. Um, but other ones, typically, you only say their names in the winter. Now, there's some real bad shit, like monsters, right? You only say those fuckers' names in the winter, too. That's the one I'm talking about, okay? Nobody say that word. Just don't say it. Keep it out of your mouth. But I was reading a story about it today because that word also represents a teaching of, like, emptiness and hollowness, right? And it's, it's like, really interesting because what they're doing, and it, like, ties into a lot of stuff about what we were talking about, right? Because it's that concept of being so hollow that you would consume other people and you just wolf down the fucking earth because you don't care because that's inner, there's that inner hole in you. Right. And this story talked about how originally these beings were slain by somebody who was really clever and learned their ways so they could go and kill them all. Right. And um, she like had to live with them for years to trick them, to make them think that she was one of them. Right. And then she betrayed them and killed them all. Um, And they learned from this apparently and reincarnated as people and decided to do their same process 
but on all of the world and on all of the living beings and how they take a piece from you when you're born by stealing you away from your mother and smacking you on the ass and like all of the all of the trauma that they do to people in, in like the birthing chambers you know uh, as opposed to like the sacred ceremony that it used to be right and how that's one of the way that they start to put that emptiness and that hunger into you and they sell you that emptiness and hunger in society and it's like that's kind of what the evil eye almost feels like is a weaponized version of that inner hole and it's almost like i could i could just be talking completely out my ass here so please forgive me if i offend anybody with this because i'm just i'm just thinking right because it's it's just a word for hollowness or emptiness right and and it leads to a lot of things like you could have a hollowness of emotion you could have hollowness of body of spirit of mind right like there's a lot of different levels to it um and, and yeah I, I with what scott was saying there and um what jay was bringing up earlier when like talking about the the christians who do all that stuff um i just i kind of had to mention that you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that story reminded me a lot of, um, this is totally off topic, but I'll briefly mention it just because I know you'll be interested. The Lenape have a story um, in particular about hunger, and uh, it actually resulted in the formation of, um, uh, for uh, the Lenape, a, a creature that uh, comes out only in winter. Um, and it's, it's essentially, I won't obviously name it by name, but uh, I'll call it an ice giant. Um, Similar. Yeah. And the story was, it, it like, at points you were like, oh, wait, is this, is this what she's talking about? And then, like, you would divert a little bit from, from the story because I did a lot of digging into it because it was interesting, but. Anyway, there there's yeah. <laughs> similar stories though because i they're the real things right like literally in this story that i was listening to um i can link the book too um it says uh, they don't understand that stories are real like stories aren't just told to like <laughs> blow smoke up your ass and, and and that kind of thing right they're there to give lessons and that reminds me exactly why i brought that that word up to begin with right because it's almost like when those people have infiltrated those white supremacist groups, that's what they're having to do is like experience the depths of that energy, right? Just such hollow and emptiness that you could just viscerally hate other human beings and want them dead just by having been born looking different than you. Like how fucked up is that, you know? Mm -hmm. And of course you can't come out of that, like not, not hurt yourself in some way by seeing the depths of like how bad i can get you know for, yeah people for a normal for, treat other people like they have no right sorry go ahead scott no for a normal person you're 100 percent right you know what i mean how could a, a normal person with with real empathy going like you know inject themselves into those de like deranged spaces and you know come out you know the same but i would also say that i i and I know Rue is also nodding when you called the evil eye sort of a, and it is the evil eye. I think the evil eye happens when you are, when you feel you are in, in such an amount of lack, you know what I mean? When you, when your desire is off, when you, when you have no, no spiritual connection, even to the concept of your own desire, to your own will, to your own sort of your own needs. And I think a lot of the time, maybe it happens in people who do feel um lonely not enough not full in and of themselves you know mm -hmm. but at the same times too i also don't always think that it has to be malicious you know because there are very good kind people who at times just envy a lot of other good people who have things you know what i mean and i think that lack and and um and i think that well i think lack is sort of a symptom I think it's when you can't count your own blessings, like you're like you can't be gracious and and have gratitude for the things that you do have. Maybe it's an affliction that occurs when you can't uh, count your own blessings at all. You know what I mean? And don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, like you know, as somebody who has you know clinical depression, it is it can be hard, you know, to to sort of um, be thankful for what you have, you know, because you you oftentimes. Um, are blinded you kind of depression kind of creates like a like blinders you know but um i will say that there is something to 
the the power of finding gratitude. I know it sounds like new agey or whatever, but um, I'm not trying to go that route with it. I'm just trying to go more of a just like in general, like a person, like person to person kind of way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just being happy with what you do have, you know, and realizing, you know, other people may not have that thing, you know, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, honestly, sorry, you're going to tell us about how long we've been going for, right? Yeah. I was going to say we are at like a, just a little bit over an hour, about eight minutes over an hour. So um start wrapping it up um what was i gonna say yeah it sucks we lost that time due to technical difficulties earlier too um i don't think that was too long though it feels like most or a lot of the world's problems kind of come from that you know that that emptiness that Mm -hmm. have not you know and the deliberate setup where we're disconnected from birth from just life in general from like what it means to be a living being on a planet from the wonder of being alive and the absurdity of the fact that anything exists at all and every every wonderful intermediate detail that we could possibly examine or or do with our modern society we instead spend it toiling away so that billionaires can have more in their bank accounts and continue the destruction of everything like we are absolutely devoid of our heart centers our mind center actually no i'd say that we're so focused on the mind center that we can't see anything else and we're willing to let our let our bodies hearts and so like spirits just wither away completely because we think that it's all up in here that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of what i think yeah i agree actually yeah i do agree with that I think that I think that that the real crucible of change, if you will, is when you can find a way to bring, you know, those things together. You know what I mean? When they're functioning as a system and not in adversity to one another. You know, there's that. And I just I I get brought back to what Jay was saying earlier. Like, what can we do to get an edge on them? Guillotines. <laughs> That's what Rue was saying earlier. <laughs> Just saying, it worked every other time. It, it happened in history, and things are worse now than it's ever been any other time it was deployed. <sighs> Magical guillotines. <laughs> if it talks like a tyrant and acts like a tyrant. Hmm. And it deserves to be treated like my a wheels are turning now. I'm Holy like magical guillotine. Put that on a shirt. If it talks like a tyrant, <gasps> acts like a tyrant, it deserves to be treated like one. Shink. <laughs> yeah. Pulls the rope. <laughs> you can see I'm already getting my fucking tan going over here. Um. Yeah. What a great way to end the episode, talking about like you know breaking out the guillotine for all the tyrants in our lives. It's very fitting. Very, uh, very on brand for us. Look at how stupid I can make myself look on camera. <laughs> hey, look at you look like a yokai. It's really strange. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, um, for final thoughts, I really do think that for all the practitioners out there, I think that, um, I mean, I'm thankful that the evil eye is now like back kind of into the conversation. Mm -hmm. um we don't we we didn't talk about it for a really long time and it kind of stayed in like the folk magic community for Mm -hmm. like you know the the section of magic that belongs to folk practitioners um and it kind of stayed there for like ever but um i'm glad it's kind of coming back to the forefront Mm -hmm. but i also want to just say make sure that you are protecting yourself from it because it is very real and it hurts physically it hurts physically (laughs) But Not as we've spiritually. as we've demonstrated here, there are many ways to alleviate it, get rid of it. So, and there are more. Like, like I said, patron. I have talk to Hakate. Mm-hmm. That works. Yeah, there. Are, but yeah, there are plenty of uh, 
cures and remedies and whatnot. So I'm going to leave links and also too to like everyone in the Discord. I will. I'm good. I I already promised myself today that moving forward, I'm going to be in the Discord more often. Um, actually, like often. Period. So yeah. Um, because I missed I missed the conversation uh about familiars and I was like, damn it, that was the thirteenth. <laughs> I was like, I could have been there for that. And then I kind of feel weird, like, jumping back into it, like, on the 18th. You know what I mean? Honestly. So, just do it. Don't. Necro just post on the Necro Discord. post all day long. I do. I'm like, oh, shit. That looked interesting a month ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Cool. I'll do it then. <laughs> it's our Discord. Do whatever the hell we want. Whatever. Okay. It's, it's not yeah, like our no. Discord goes a mile a minute, and, like, people are going to be like, oh, why are you bringing up old conversations? Right. Exactly. Well, yeah, so I, I definitely uh, I want to just let everyone know that I'm open to talking about this kind of stuff, but I am going to be also responding to the familiar conversation. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Time is meaningless. The last 30 years could been one and fuck it all. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Throw some salt over your shoulder, you'll be fine. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. <clears throat> oh, so oh, Gray Eyes was in the chat. Sorry, I was just looking at um. Who else Gray Eyes. Mm-hmm. Hi. I, oh, yeah, Gray we were kind of. Yes, Hi. we have seen you in the Discord. I did want to give a little shout out before we sign off here tonight. Um, I'm so, going to give you a ritual for finding a familiar too. 